Hello and welcome to the Dealing with Donor Conception podcast. My name's Alana and I'll be your host. I founded the Anonymous Us Project in 2011. And now with this podcast, my goal is to share with you some of the thousands of stories that were submitted to anonymousus.org over the last nine years and uh, expand on on the topic of reproductive technologies through interviews, news, and things that are, um, you know, audible. And so today, I want to share with you some couple of stories that were submitted. This one was submitted pretty recently on January 17th, 2020. It's called, Tell Me the Truth About My Conception. And... It starts out like this. Pretty sure it was written by a female. January of 2019, my boyfriend of a short four months purchased me this cool gift where you submit your DNA to a website and it tells you about your ancestry and your traits and your potential genetic illnesses. One thing that is less advertised is that it also connects you to the people who share your DNA. Here's my story. I received the results to this 23andMe test and I eagerly opened it, excited to see what my true background was. I'm racially ambiguous, and although we've always grown to believe we are biracial, three-quarters black and one-quarter white, I was always too pale to be only one-quarter white. I constantly got the question of, what's your background and what's your mix? And whenever I would respond... It, all, it would always receive a defiant answer of, no way, I don't believe that. You don't look like that. After 27 years, I managed to master this, what is your background question, down to a science, so that no one would have follow-up questions or comments, breaking my response down to my exact percentage of what I was racially. At 27 years old, my truth and those answers were shattered. From this test, I learned that I had a half-sibling. I remember first learning this and laughing, thinking, what a joke, this is obviously not real. But it haunted me all night long. I had a horrible feeling. I had to find out if this website was legit. I asked my boyfriend, hey, How accurate is this information they give you? And he boasted of how great the site was, how reputable it was, and how innovative the technology was for us to discover the truth about our genetic makeup. So I then told him, well, it says I have a half-sibling. His only response was, fuck. This half-sibling was odd to me. My parents were married. I'd only ever known of one other sibling, my sister. And to make matters even more confusing, this half-sibling lived in a country that my parents would have never gone to. How could this be? Who was her father? Who was my father? I told only three people close to me, and they all said the website must have made a mistake. They didn't believe what this could mean for me and my family, and they tried to comfort me by telling me Perhaps it was all a huge mistake, and I wanted to believe that, but deep down I had an unsettling feeling that that I could not escape. 
I never trusted my mother to tell me the real truth about things. She always wanted to protect me. And as a result, she had hidden things in the past. So I decided there was no way I could confront her. I concluded she would lie to me, and I would feel even more confused. The months passed. I tried to forget about 23andMe and everything that went along with the feelings of confusion, those feelings of fear. Every now and then I would hear stories similar to mine, and I would wonder if this website was really valid. But each time I swept it under the rug and I tried to forget because it was much easier that way. It was 11 months later when another half-sibling reached out to me. I'll never forget this person. This person changed my life, gave me a safe space to share the new information we were both about to receive. And this person pushed me to speak to my mother because I deserved the truth. After several pushes from my half-sibling and several martinis later, I finally confronted my mother in tears. Hysterically, I said, Tell me the truth about my conception right now. Indeed, I was conceived through sperm donation. My father was not my real father. I would never know my real father or the person who created the other half of me. I was now an entirely different race, half Hispanic and half black. I had to relearn my entire identity. I was not angry with my mom. My parents desperately wanted children, and I understood that. How devastating it must have been for them to learn that my father was infertile and could not create life. A gifted human function that people take for granted every single day. They tried all means necessary and did not stop until they could have me. I feel grateful to be alive. I think what I've taken from this experience is the following and I'd like to share and help others understand. One, race is not synonymous with culture. You can be any race participating in any culture. It all depends on your geographic location and your environment. Two, family can sometimes be who you choose and not what your blood tells you. And three, blood does not make someone your family. And four, life is crazy. Embrace the unexpected. And from one of my favorite quotes, we are here to laugh at the odds and live our lives so well that death will tremble to take us. Our family does not talk about what happened. We have all been sworn to secrecy. Even my father does not know the truth. They tried both the donor sperm and his sperm, hoping one would get my mother pregnant, which it eventually did. But I've been sharing my story with various friends, strangers, colleagues, and platforms such as these because that is my right. I'm grateful that my parents did what they did because without my donor, I would not be alive. But I deserve to have my voice heard and to share my story. Okay, that was... 
Tell me the truth about my conception. I have another one for you guys. It's called, I think about her every day. I'm an 18 year old female and I was conceived using an egg donor. My dad is my biological dad and I admire him beyond words. I'm not at all close with my mom. My parents told me that they used an egg donor when I was 10 to 12 years old. Uh, that's a guess. I honestly don't remember how old I was, but every day I wonder about my biological mom. Does she wonder about me? Do we look similar? Do we have similar personalities and likes and dislikes? Do I have half-siblings? Do I have grandparents that know about me? That barely scratches the surface of the questions I have. I can't put into words the pain of not knowing who my biological mother is and not being able to have or have had a relationship with her. I really do think about this at least once a day, and it is deeply mentally, emotionally, and psychologically troubling. I want to ask my mom and dad if they know anything about her, but I'm too afraid. I have a twin sister conceived with my dad's sperm, and I'm pretty sure we have the same biological mom. And we are both about to start college. I wish I could tell my biological mom about big life events like this. Part of the reason I'm too afraid to ask is because I don't want to add more to my family's plate. However that discussion would end, I feel like it would cause more harm than good. I'm in so much pain over this and I don't want to give my parents or sister a similar feeling. I wouldn't wish this on anyone I'm also afraid of asking in case my search for my bio mom goes nowhere. What if my parents don't know anything? What if the place that did the egg donation doesn't know anything? I would feel the same if not worse, but at least I would know. Or what if they knew something? What if they have the identity of my bio mom? Would she respond if I contacted her? I don't even know if I would legally be able to try to talk to her if I had a way to. Like I said, I'm 18. However, I'm already thinking about how my possible kids would feel about this. If I had kids, I will tell them as soon as they're old enough to understand. Will it bother them that they won't know their maternal grandparents and other family? Will it bother them that it bothers me? I'm afraid of marrying, and I'm afraid of having kids with a man that I'm related to. I don't think that's likely, but still, I think it's a valid concern. Through 23andMe, I found cousins that I'm certain are on my bio mom's side of the family, and I made a family tree connecting all of them. I feel better being able to piece together that side of my family but it doesn't really help because I have no idea how I fit into it. I have a whole other family, and I don't get to know and love them, and they don't get to know and love me. As a donor-conceived child, there's so many things I simply don't get to know. Thank you to anyone who has read this far. I needed to get all this out. If 
you're also donor-conceived and feel the same way as me, I hope it helps to know that you're not alone. Reading posts on here has helped me in that way. I'm thinking of you, I love you, and I'm with you. If you're someone considering egg or sperm donation, I hope this helps you in that decision. I'm personally against it based on how I feel about my conception and my life. It bothers me that I cost money. It bothers me that the one woman I want most in this life is a stranger, yet 50% of me. And sometimes I wish that I weren't born. I did not ask for this, and I never would have consented to it. Please adopt, or at least those kids are already in existence. Don't go out of your way to create a child. Or just don't have kids at all. No one should have to spend hours and hours feeling alone and wondering about half of their biological family. I wouldn't wish this pain and wondering on anyone. That was the end of um, that one. It's called I Think About Her Every Day. I promised myself I wouldn't comment on stories. I think the stories should speak for themselves. Um, But I... Every now and then when I get a story where people are talking about they shouldn't exist, it makes me think of, are these people thinking about suicide or not? You know, like correcting... Like what shouldn't have been born. And that is um, not at all what you need to do. If you're struggling with like an existential crisis and you're donor conceived, there is a reason you were born. And you were put here as a gift to make the world a better place. And suffering can be transformed into service that connects people and heals people and if you can figure out a way to take your trauma and to take your suffering and use it as a way to help and heal others I promise you the the pain will lighten with that choice the pain will start to fade And you'll find purpose. And you'll realize that you were put here for a reason. And that reason is good. You can absolutely criticize the way in which you were conceived. As I have plenty of times. But don't hurt yourself. Because there is a reason you were put here. It doesn't justify bad choices and you know, it doesn't justify, you know, if a child's conceived in rape, it doesn't make the rape good just because the child that came out of the rape is is good. Do you get what I'm saying? Good things can happen from bad events. My alarm went off. I got to wrap this up, guys. Okay, thank you for listening to another episode of Dealing with Donor Conception. Stay tuned for more.